Chapter 91 Bravity in Preaching Allah the Exalted says in the Quran Invite to the way of your Lord with wisdom and fair preaching. 699 Shaqiq ibn Salama reported Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu used to preach to us once every Thursday. A man said to him, O oh Abu Abdurrahman, we love your talk and we wish that you preach to us every day. He said, There is nothing to prevent me from doing so, but I don't, lest I bore you. I follow the same method in preaching to you that Allah's Messenger وسلم, adopted in preaching to us for fear of boredom, collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary This hadith throws light on the indispensability of equilibrium in sermons and discourses so that people may not shun them. Monotony, though well-designed, is repugnant to human nature. Similarly, teaching and instructional training requires such hours which may facilitate people's willing participation. Compulsion and economic incentives rarely work in spiritual spheres. We are also informed of the companion's keenness to follow Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 700. Ammar ibn Yasir radiyallahu anhu reported, I heard Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, saying, Prolonging salah and shortening the khutbah indicate the religious knowledge of the person. Make your salah long and your sermon short, collected by Muslim. Commentary A prolonged salah by no means implies a disregard of worshippers' constraints. It is indeed forbidden. Rather, the imam is emphatically told to perform a brief and concise salah because his followers also include, among others, the weak, the aged, and the sick people. Herein an emphasis is laid on prolonging the salah instead of the khutbah. The Friday khutbah is meant to be brief. It must not be too lengthy in relation to a brief salah, offered heedlessly and in sheer haste. Salah must be offered in all humility and with full attention and concentration of mind. Furthermore, a worshiper ought to maintain a well-paused equilibrium in the different postures of its performance. Brevity should be kept in view of the khutbah. 701. Muawiyah ibn al-Hakim al-Sulami radiyallahu anhu reported, While I was in salat with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a man in the congregation sneezed, and I responded with, Yarhamukullah, meaning, Allah have mercy on you. The people stared at me with disapproving looks. So I said, May my mother lose me. Why are you staring at me? Thereupon, they began to strike their thighs with their hands. When I saw them urging me to remain silent, I became angry but restrained myself. When the Messenger of Allah وسلم, concluded his salah, I have never before 
seen an instructor who gave better instruction than he. May my father and mother be sacrificed for him. He neither rebuked me, nor beat me, nor abused me. He simply said, It is not permissible to talk during salah because it consists of glorifying Allah, declaring his greatness as well as recitation of the Quran. Or he said words to that effect. I said, O Messenger of Allah, I have but recently accepted Islam and Allah has favored us with Islam. There are still some people among us who go to consult soothsayers. He وسلم, said, do not consult them. Then I said, there are some of us who are guided by omens. He وسلم, said, these things which come to their minds, they should not be influenced by them. Collected by Muslim. Commentary. This hadith emphasizes four points. Firstly, as no talk is allowed in salah, meaning the prayer, nobody can utter benedictory words for a sneezer either. Secondly, this hadith throws light on the Prophet's way of imparting moral instruction to others. He would prudently enlighten ignorant people on Islam, avoiding to express his resentment over their lapses, which simply betrayed their lack of knowledge. This has a lesson for ulama and preachers. Thirdly, Muslims are prohibited from consulting soothsayers. Fourthly, belief in bad omens is also prohibited. Divinations and presages were the popular fallacies of Arabs in the pre-Islamic epoch. Islam abolished them. Yet once again these absurdities have caught the fancy of ignorant Muslims. May Allah guide them. 702. Irbab ibn Sariya reported, One day, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, delivered a very effective speech. As a result, eyes shed tears and hearts became softened. A man said, O Prophet of Allah, it sounds as if this is a farewell speech, so advise us. He وسلم, said, I admonish you to fear Allah and to listen and obey even if a black slave has been appointed as your leader. For whoever among you lives after me will see much discord. So hold fast to my sunnah and the sunnah of the rightly guided caliphs who will come after me. Adhere to them and hold fast to them. Beware of bid'ah, meaning innovation in religion. Because every bid'ah is a misguidance collected by Abu Dawood. Commentary. According to this hadith, the best sermon may be defined as brief, comprehensive, appealing, and beneficial. Also consider the commentary of hadith number 185.